In Utah, I've got to mention this uh, weird story. In Utah, a couple gardening in their yard found the skeleton of a 16,000-year-old horse. Yeah. And after hearing about it, Arby's asked, any meat on those bones? We <laughs> The jihad continues. Wow. Who was it? Conan who was taking a shot at Long John Silver's yes, yesterday? Yes. What is it with him? You're skinny. Quit. Uh, yeah. Quit, quit skinny cruise. Harvard elitist. Quit. East Coast media elite. Quit making fun of my favorite places to eat. I actually How dare had plans to go to Arby's today because I saw an ad for their new something bourbon steak sandwich. Something. Their sandwiches are great. Oh, awesome. Yeah, they are freshly made delicious sandwiches. <laughs> How dare he... <laughs> Insult that fine outlet. 16,000-year-old horse. <laughs> Is there any meat on it? That's not funny. So we're not ignoring the Russian money Trump lawyer story thing. It's just it's complicated, and we're going to talk to somebody from the Washington Post coming up in a few minutes and, and try to figure out what's going on there. A couple of stories that deserve virtually no time. The headline of the week is uh, certainly from... Guns Gear Daily reporting on the fact that uh, Springfield, uh, uh, Texas Armory has chosen to sever ties with Dick's Sporting Goods because their recently announced policy on guns. And the headline is Springfield Armory cuts dicks off completely. Hey, oh, <laughs> that's, that's really that is completely unnecessary. And the mayor of Denver's son got pulled over by the cops. And told police officers on tape, my dad's the mayor, you effing um, fuggo. Jeez, uh, try not to raise your kid to where they uh, would ever talk to somebody like that and drop your accomplishments as something they should be able to take advantage of. Guess what? I'm about to get you fired, you effing bitch. The 22-year-old is saying to an Aurora, Colorado cop, my dad's the mayor, you effing fuggo. God, um, um, yeah. If, if my if my uh, either of my sons did that, I would think of our problem is not that you drive too fast. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> wow, that's an interesting view of democracy and uh, uh, the rights and powers of citizens and leaders. I'd like to congratulate the mayor of Denver for bringing up young Michael Hancock. Oof. Um, I got more of these questions that they asked. Siri, Alexa, and Google. Oh, yeah. I've never done the Google thing. What is the Google thing? It's the Android Siri, right? Uh, yeah, essentially, yeah. Doesn't have a name, though? Doesn't the have a cutesy name? Google Assistant. You got Siri, you got Alexa, and then you just got Google? Google Assistant. So what okay. was your question? I need a name. What's the Google? Uh... Yeah, what is Google's? What's Google's Assistant named? You asked Siri that? Yes. That's weird. Ironically. Weird. I'm cheating on her. Found this on the web for what's Google's assistant named? Alex Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Michael. Why doesn't uh, it, it doesn't have a name? Well, you got to get a name, Google. Anyway, they ask him all I, questions. I hate the name Siri Cortana. Oh, stop it. So they phone. Ask, hey, phone. <laughs> That's its name. Can I just name it Slave? Wow. What's the weather going to be like today, Slave? Idiot. <laughs> 150 questions they asked all three of them to see who could get them right and who didn't uh google answered correctly 80 percent of the times uh, alexa got it 78 percent siri 
just over half. Now, the example you gave before was more like privacy-based. Like, can you read my previous email? Were they all that, or were they, what's the capital of North Dakota style? All kinds of different stuff. Why do cats have whiskers? Siri didn't have an answer. Google didn't have an answer. Alexa had an answer. How do you not have an answer to that? Don't you just Google it and read it off Wikipedia or something? Siri just gives you the link. Is that what they're saying? If they only refer you to the links as opposed to having the, the thing read know. it back? I don't have time to click a link. I need to lay there in my bed with my chips and my drink. Yes. Why do cats have whiskers? Yes. I need it to tell me. Cats have whiskers so that they'll know if blah, blah, blah. I don't actually know the answer to that question. Siri, uh, why does Positive Sean have so many cats? <laughs> That's something I'd like to ask. <laughs> How much does a 2018 Toyota Corolla cost? That seems like something they ought to be able to come up with quickly. But Siri, no. Alexa, no. Google, yes. Hmm. Uh, how many calories in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Depends on how much peanut butter and jelly you put on it. Very good point. And the kind of bread. Do the, you make a double decker? Oh, the double decker. See, these kind of questions. So good. These kind of questions are my. Both my kids last night made uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and used a hot dog bun. They just thought it was very innovative. Wow. They were really, really out there. I would reward that sort of thinking. They liked it. Um, but these kind of questions are tough ones, obviously. Do aliens exist? You know, how do you, what do you do with answers when there's no answer? Siri did not have an answer. Google did not have an answer. Alexa had an answer. Jeff Sessions has an answer. Yes. And we stop him at the border. Huh? <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is the sort of thing that's very handy. Uh, like, when's my next flight? Siri couldn't tell you. Amazon couldn't tell you. Google could tell you. Huh? Trick question. I don't have a flight scheduled. No, it doesn't count. Uh, who was Jesus Christ? Siri had an answer. Amazon had an answer. No answer from godless Google. I wonder what the answers were. There was a videotape that was making the rounds in conservative circles a few weeks ago that uh, Siri said Jesus Christ was a fictional character. Uh, I don't know if it was legit or no, not. No, I don't believe that. Nah. I do not believe that. I believe that Apple is a godless corporation. They worship the almighty electron. See this sort of thing. Where's the nearest Walmart? You gotta give, be able to give me that answer. Siri, yes. Google, yes. Alexa couldn't tell you that. Wonder why. It seems kind. Of, it seems to me random. I'm so not seeing any pattern of okay, you're good at this, but you're bad at that. That one's Walmart. Alexa is Amazon. Amazon wants to be the internet Walmart. You think Alexa just says, It's premeditated. There are no Walmarts anywhere near you. Walmart's dead company. They all went out of business. Why would you go there? Fat people wearing weird things are there. Order from Amazon. They don't pay their employees enough. Oh, boy. That sort of thing. Don't get political on me, slave. Answer my question. (laughs) What's the weather like today, slave? To get back to your model. So, listen, are you following this? Michael Cohen got money from Russians, and maybe the money came from... And then he set up a dinner and got money for... And then he paid off Stormy... Well, some of it is... Some of it is it looks like $4 million went into Cohen's account that he controlled. We know $130,000 went to Stormy Daniels. Where did, what was all the rest of it for? And, and was from it, whom? And well, it was from the Russians, but was Trump? Was it for Trump to use for anything or, or not? What are Russians piping him money for? That's a good question. Uh, we're going to talk to a Washington Post reporter about that. Is this a really big deal? Is this another shoe dropping or, or not? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Defendant, a potential defendant. It's not like a plaintiff who's doing it on a, on a contingency basis. Yeah. So here it appears that Michael Cohen was paid, you know, uh, at least one hundred eighty-seven thousand five hundred dollars um, or more for his work on behalf of supposedly Mr. Broidy negotiating this settlement. That's a lot of money. I mean, Michael Cohen probably only spent 10, 20, maybe even 50 hours worth of work. I doubt it was 50 hours negotiating this potential settlement. I don't understand why he was paid this round figure by Mr. Browdy or why these payments okay. were made. So that's Stormy Daniels' lawyer who's making the rounds still on all the TV shows, who is now branched out into this Russian oligarch money coming in thing. I don't I don't know if he's the guy to talk to or if he's just going on the I don't know what's going on there. Well, why do we, I'm confused by the whole story actually. It, it sounds yeah. like it could be significant. There are plenty of tentacles. Yeah. And to help us understand what they are, well, we've invited Rosalind Helderman of the Washington Post to join us for a uh, discussion for a few minutes. Rosalind, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. You know, we uh, oh, it's our pleasure. Um, it's probably worth at least tipping our cap to the fact that a porn woman's lawyer is telling us these things, and <laughs> why that is is a bit unclear to us. Hey, welcome to 2018. That what? is indeed a confusing <laughs> part of this story. Well um, said. Mr. Avenatti uh, has uh, proven himself uh, to be a very, very effective antagonist uh, to this White House mm. and to Mr. Cohen. Uh, it remains uh, somewhat unclear uh, where he is getting this information. Uh, however, uh, what, what he seems to have access to is uh, financial transactions that show um, money and where it was coming from into a variety of bank accounts associated with Mr. Cohen. Uh, And the the information he has does seem to be accurate because one after another, the companies uh, that are listed in in the information that he provided are confirming that, yes, indeed, they did have consulting relationships uh, with uh, this company that Mr. Cohen set up right before the elections, essential consultants. So putting aside the oddness of the source, uh, Cohen clearly has money coming in from all over the place and uh, in some really interesting places, um, including Russians. Can you run down a couple of them for us? Sure, absolutely. I mean, let's not forget that we already knew he had money coming in. Donald Trump, of course, was paying him to be as a personal attorney to the tune of $35,000 a month, Rudy Giuliani recently told us. He also represented Sean Hannity. He represented this man, Elliot Brady, uh, uh, to negotiate a non-disclosure agreement with a woman, uh, 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 I think a, um, a, uh, another porn star uh, or, or uh, a model. Some naked uh, model had, or something. Yes, yeah. exactly. Thank you. He, he had impregnated uh what we learned uh, uh, with this new information is he also was getting money from a variety of major corporations. He got money from AT&T, uh, which is pursuing a massive merger and needs Department of Justice approval from that. for that. He got money from the pharmaceutical company Novartis. He got money from um, uh, a Korean airline or a Korean, I think, uh, aircraft manufacturer that's trying to get a massive contract with the uh, with the U.S. Air Force. And then he got money from this U.S.-based affiliate of of the Russian oligarch. 
Uh, so all these people who have major, major issues in front of the U.S. government, they're all putting out statements saying, of course, they, they just were paying for insights or real estate advice or accounting help, uh, certainly not to uh, get things from the U.S. government. Uh, but it is sort of amazing that in the year after President Trump gets uh, into office, uh, his longtime friend and personal attorney can make these kinds of dollar figures. Right. You know, welcome to the swamp. But so where? Yeah, exactly. And, but so which arena of malfeasance are we talking about here? If this stuff is, you know, is not on the up and up, it's not well, collusion. So is this like illegal lobbying something or other? So, I mean, there's there's many different avenues that a, a, a prosecutor could look into involving this, and it does seem clear uh, that Mr. Mueller is indeed looking into this. Uh, without more information, we don't entirely know. I mean, yes, if he was doing lobbying work for these companies without registering, that's a problem. Uh, how big a problem he, would that be? What's a, how how big a crime is an unregistered lobbyist? That the well, president I knows. Of, I, I think I was kind of going low to high. So okay, gotcha, gotcha, sort of, gotcha. In the low world is uh, if he's doing lobbying and failing uh, to properly register. Uh, a much bigger problem is if uh, if there was evidence, and, and I will say at the outset, we don't yet see it from what we have, but if there was evidence uh, that you could present these things as bribes, uh, that he was getting actual government action for these companies in exchange for their money, uh, uh, that would be a much, much larger problem. Uh, then you have whether uh, he was handling for Cohen money. or the president, or possibly both. Uh, certainly for Cohen, yeah. maybe for the companies, um, potentially for the president, at least politically speaking. And you know, if the president kind of participated in the scheme, but there's a lot of facts. As the lawyers would say, a lot of facts not in evidence before uh, before we could draw any of those mm. conclusions. Well said, Rosalind Helderman of the Washington Post on the line. Go on. Yeah, uh, there's also the issue of how he was sort of moving money around and whether he was uh, uh, telling, uh, giving correct information to his banks. Uh, Mr. Avenatti, in the information he provided, uh, provided some uh, information about what uh, Mr. Cohen had told his bank when opening the, the bank account for, for this. Uh, and suggested that perhaps he had provided the bank incorrect information. Uh, that could be a serious problem for him, if true. And um, we've got to stress that if true. We don't know that to be the case. Uh, and then finally, you get into the world of the Russian oligarch and what's really going on there, and that just uh, kind of opens up a whole new can of worms. I see that you won an award uh, a couple of years back for uh, uh, reporting on uh, what was going on between the Virginia governor and a wealthy supporter. Yeah. The, 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 the whole... All of politics is way swampier than people even think, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, so in the case you're mentioning, uh, it was the Virginia governor, and he took uh, large sums of money in the form of loans and luxury gifts and a variety of other things from a uh, wealthy donor. And in that case, uh, he was indicted with a, with a, a quid pro quo, with taking, uh, forming an agreement with that man to take those things in exchange for helping his company. Uh, he was indicted. He was convicted by a jury of his peers. Uh, and uh, challenged, uh, appealed, and his case went all the way to the Supreme Court, uh, and he won. He won a 9-0 ruling from the Supreme Court who uh, said that uh, just because you take money in exchange for 
setting up meetings or making phone calls, that's not an illegal bribe. You have to actually affect government action. Right. And then you've got the Bob Menendez case with his buddy Solomon Melgin, which is just astonishing naked corruption so, and he was acquitted for that and so, so we've been in my we, opinion we've been complaining for years i mean just the idea that these companies are giving money to campaigns or politicians or whatever and not expecting to get something in return these these companies are smart and tight with their money so it just it's just it's i, I mean how big a sucker would i have to be to think they're just doing it out of the generosity of their heart but yet you can, it's very difficult to prove and the supreme court has now made it the law of the land it's really difficult to prove and so it's going to be tough to take down the swamp isn't it well, and, and you know he's he's swimming in a in a world where this is not uncommon, right? I mean, right. you have a series of Trump aides who, uh, after working on the campaign, went out on the market uh, to sell this kind of advice and insight about the administration. Uh, and of course, it's not new either. It's it's pretty much what uh, the president ran against. Uh, and so, you know, whether this becomes a criminal matter, um, uh, I, I think you're raising good points to suggest it, it may well not. Um, and then it just becomes a question of whether uh, Americans believe uh, that they were voting uh, to end this kind of stuff when they voted for uh, for President Trump. A, a you political know, issue, essentially. That's absolutely a valid point. More broadly speaking, I just I would like Americans to understand a little better how government mm-hmm. actually works. Mm-hmm. Rosalind Helderman of the Washington Post. Rosalind, we sure do appreciate you spending a couple minutes with us. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks. Well done. Man, how great is she? Oh, she's terrific. She is really good. And you know what? The, the, the highest compliment I can pay her is she went to Harvard and didn't bring it up, <laughs> which shows incredible restraint. So, yeah, listen, you know, to, to bang the drum that I, I bang so often, that is what big government is. Don't you understand? You keep buying their sales pitch that they are going to bring you a utopia and help the downtrodden and, and right all wrongs if you just make the government bigger. And that's what happens. You go to D.C. and they just trade enormous amounts of money around and everybody gets rich. And then they laugh at you. Well, I, I don't know if the, these people go into office talking about presidents uh, completely lying to us or they try and fail. But in my adult lifetime, everybody that's become president ran on the idea of I'm going to end this crap. And they don't. Right. right. Bush, Clinton did, Bush <laughs> did, Obama did, and Trump did. Yeah. I'm going to put an end to this whole thing. And they either, they either can't or don't. The only thing you can do is divest the government of power. Then it won't have the power to do this. Here's, here's a quick uh, uh, reality check for you. If I'm running AT&T, Michael Cohen is 100% worth, I think it was 50 grand a month or... There's a huge amount of money they're paying them for insights into how to, yeah, 50 grand a month for four months. Insights, how do we, how do we lobby this White House? Who do we talk to? How are the decisions made? This is a huge deal. Help us. That's, that's absolutely so, a good expenditure so the, of money. But so the, and, and it might be a bribe, but it's probably not. But the Supreme Court ruled 9 nothing that if I give somebody a million dollars and they set up a meeting with me and the president, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Well, what are you going to do then? What are you going to do? What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Trump pumped up. He's beating the plane, bringing home those three Americans from North Korea. Sanctuary city shots in last night's California gubernatorial debate. Yes. And riding the bus. Good for your health. Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. What does it boost your immune system? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
When's the damn royal wedding? May 19th, I believe it is. Oh, uh, so it's coming up soon? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, how do you know that? Because you're a newsman. Well, May's my birthday month. I try to keep a, you know, oh, track of all major events this month. <clears throat> okay. Of course, yes. that makes perfect yes. sense. And buy a lot of scratchers <laughs> during your birthday month, yes. two-year tradition. I just, I'm already tired of seeing or hearing anything about it. And, I want to uh, hear more from the bitter half-brother who's saying Meghan Markle is a witch. I'll bet she's got I'm, some things to say about him. him. Yeah, <laughs> Let's get the news the now. royal wedding. It's not even <laughs> right. Uh, royal. What does royal mean? What, what? This is the 21st century. You got porn skanks, promoters, breaking influence peddling yep. news. You got kings and queens. What, what is that? I just don't know what to do. I don't know whether to whistle Dixie or stand on my head and poop wooden nickels. I just these are confusing times. Both would be a fascinating trick to watch. Hmm. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Now, the White House says President Trump views North Korea's release of three American citizens as a positive gesture of goodwill. That's according to his press secretary, Sarah Sanders, who is telling reporters what we've already mentioned. The three Americans appear to be in good condition because they were able to walk onto the plane without assistance. Trump announcing this morning the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is on his way back from the North with the three American detainees, and Trump tweeting, Secretary Pompeo and his guests will be landing at Andrews Air Force Base at 2 a.m. in the morning. I will be there to greet them. Very exciting. Did he actually say 2 a.m. in the morning? That's yes. one of my pet peeves. That he did. That's in but his tweet. I have like 300 pet peeves. <laughs> yes, you do. CIA Director nominee Gina Haspel vows not to restart harsh interrogation policies if she's confirmed. She's having her Senate confirmation hearing the day. She said hard lessons have been learned since the 9-11 terror attacks. She is a career CIA operative. Some critics have questioned her role in controversial interrogation practices after 9-11. In fact, is it correct that she would be the first ever CIA agent that actually led the agency? That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. And, and, so, and so it's looking better that she's going to get confirmed. But if she didn't get confirmed, uh, many were saying that just you know you'll never be able to run the agency if you've been in it. Because of the stuff right. you have to do. Oh, that's a good right. insight. How interesting. Right. Hmm. Several protesters removed from the hearing room after they started chanting no more torture. No to Gina. Boy, you got to waterboard those people. Just on principle. I did. I've, I've been watching a little bit of her yep. question and answers. It's really damned interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's an example of the sort of thing that should get a lot more attention. Practically nobody will watch it. Everybody will hear about Stormy Daniels. Right. But the, right. the back and forth between the uh, the elected representatives and this this woman who would be the first woman and CIA spook to run the agency. Correct. Really interesting stuff. But one thing I saw that I found funny was they're asking her about uh, this and that, and she was talking about how committed her employees are and one particular operation they had. I forget which one it was against ISIS or whoever. My employees were so dedicated, they put off weddings and births to be part of this. I thought, boy, putting off a birth. <laughs> that's dedication. That is, that's a, uh, honey, you got to hold that in there for a while. The baby's really insistent. Candidates for the uh, governor of California sparred over issues from immigration and taxes to infidelity in the last major debate of the race before the June primary. This is where we are as America. Now, I want to hear this because I like gossip as much as anybody. But do I know what any of their tax plans are or their views on immigration? No. But I am going to hear all the clips about who cheated on who and your answer for it. The Republican clan is less and less. The Democrats is more and more. Taxes and, you know. 
immigration. Tuesday's debate in San Jose saw the frontrunner uh, Democrat Gavin Newsom getting challenged about a number of issues, including the affair he had had with the wife of one of his best friends. How do you get challenged up? on that issue? Yeah, I did that. I wish I hadn't. Yep. Well, now what? Also, if he got to be governor or not. Also, Newsom got hit by Republican Travis Allen over sanctuary city policies. Yes. Let me be very clear, Gavin Newsom. What's shameful is that Kate Steinle died because there's someone who was released in your city due to sanctuary city policies that never should have been placed. Newsom firing back. I find that offensive to politicize the death, the tragic death of Kate Steinle. I have, I have four kids. <laughs> Nothing breaks my heart more than. A young child taking the last breath with her father that couldn't help her. And with all due respect, Travis, uh, that was a complicated issue. That was a preventable tragedy. And it is much more complicated than just looking at it through the prism, the stale prism uh, of the politics that you're trying to espouse around sanctuary policy. Well, that was a load of crap. He's pretty smooth. Um, I, I do. I do. It drives me crazy when people talk about the politicizing issues thing. Um, it's it's. Uh, Everybody does it, but only does it when it suits them. Sure. And then if somebody uses an issue against you, you you blast back your politicizing whatever. Right. Um, It's just, it's so transparent. Now's not the time for politics. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Taking the bus, it turns out, may be good for your health. A study by researchers at the University of Montreal finds that people who travel by bus are four times less likely... To be injured than people who travel by car. Ah. Study points out bus drivers, professionally trained, drive more slowly than cars, and they also tend to stick in the right lane, which makes them more predictable in traffic. So there you go. And they're large and slow moving. Large and slow moving. Of course, so am I. (laughs) (laughs) As far as your NBA playoffs go, the Warriors are heading to the Western Conference Finals for the fourth consecutive season. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson combining for 94 points. Golden State eliminating the Pelicans 113-104 to in Game 5. That played out at Oracle Arena. This is setting up a very exciting series between the Rockets and the Golden State Warriors in the next round, which, by my guess, will shatter all sorts of offensive records for playoff series, points in the game, three-pointers made. 204 to 203. It's going to be a, a video game with the with cheat codes on when these two games I'm ready to jump play. into the NBA now at the finals because that's exciting. Yep. Houston, Golden State, and LeBron back in the finals with that team he's playing with yep. is, is good stuff on the East Coast. There you go. That's wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Let's see Armstrong and Getty show, The Conscience of the Nation. Are you still seeing uh, Phil Philadelphia coming out of the East, Sean? That's what you said a <laughs> no. week ago. No, no, though. I'm pretty sure they're going to lose. Okay. So it's going to be Boston with his with LeBron's Boston? old point guard who left the team last year. No, he's he's hurt. He's not playing. Oh, though. he's not? No. That's why oh. it's amazing. Boston's doing this without their three best players, or two mm. of their three best players. Oh, my former neighbor, Rajon Rondo, was involved in the game last night. Who ruined the house next door growing pot in it. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. There may have been an irrigation problem. Allegedly. I'm guessing your Reportedly. facts. I'm guessing your facts are pretty good on this though. Yeah, conceivably. <laughs> you ever text him or anything? Occasionally. No. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. Jeez. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Call it no late. 
Speaking of rich guys, Warren Buffett's in the news in a new interview. Billionaire Warren Buffett called Bitcoin rat poison. Yeah, which is an unfair comparison because people actually understand how rat poison works. True that. Hey, a tip to you, texters. We got a, I got a new text line uh, technology thing that I don't like near as much as the last one. But in the new text line technology, I can only see the first, like, three, four, five words. And we get so many texts that uh, I just, you know, I, I, can't, I can't look at every single text. So try to grab me in the first three, four, five words if you really want to get your text on the air of what it's about. I like the old system better, but it went away. Blame Google. They took it away. Anyway, we got this text. I shut off your show because you booked a lesbian-sounding woman. Well, that's a reasonable what uh, objection. What the hell is that? Remember our theme for mailbag uh, earlier? Uh, trolls, wags, and idiots. You think that was a troll? Um, it's got to be. Or an idiot. Or a very, very subtle wag. I can't decide if that's true. What's a wag? Uh, he, uh, would be humorous, a dry uh, uh, dropper of bon mots. Mm. Uh, that's, uh, that could be a very dry parody of trolling. If you'd like to email us, it's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, the aforementioned text line, 415-295-KFTC. Speaking of lesbians and she may be or she may not be, and what the hell difference does it make? And what the hell are you writing us for? These, the, uh, I was transitioning to the new, to the new story. I believe this it. new woman I'm about to talk to may be a lesbian or may not be, and what the hell difference does it make? Right. This South African runner who is the best in the world at running the 800 meters. Oh, I think I know the gal you're talking she about. She ended up winning the gold in the 2012 games because the Russian got caught doping. Um, she uh, would have a good chance of winning the gold in the 2020 games, except she's probably going to have to take testosterone-reducing performance-dehancing drugs before she's allowed to run. With these new rules that they've put into the Olympics, that if you're a female athlete and you have above a certain amount of testosterone, you have to take a drug that lowers your testosterone. Keeping in mind two things. One, that's the way you were born. She's got all women parts, everything. She's a woman. This is how much testosterone she has. One, that's the way she was born. And two, there's no science really showing how much of an advantage having more testosterone gives you. Mm. It's assumed that it does, but nobody's for certain how much of an advantage it gives you. Does she have the internal testes? No. That some women have? Well, she may or may not. doesn't get into that at all. Oh. They All they do is measure your testosterone. And yeah. if you have a... And with the question being, and uh, as, as a lot of people were complaining about this rule, a lot of the best athletes in the whole world, in every sport through history, men and women, have more testosterone than other people. That's kind of what it's a test of, if really. I, if I wasn't a very good high school athlete because some of the other guys had more testosterone, should they have been taking a drug to lower me? Lower to my level? Are you guys familiar with the Vonnegut uh, little short story, um, what was it, Harrison Bergeron? The one I mentioned earlier this morning? You, you just did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. This is... they, if you're a fast runner, they put weights on your legs to because slow you down. all that's outcomes a... must be equal. Yeah, I, I find the entire thing just odd. It's one of the problems with girl sports in general, because the girlier girl you are, the worse you're going to do at sports, and that just is. Well, it's the same with men's male sports. It's not you're not a girly man, but the 
The more manly men, you're just got, you just were born with more muscle mass and maybe more testosterone and whatever else, more aggressive more aggression, naturally. Sure, yeah. You're better at it. So yeah. that's the way it works. What are you supposed to do about it? Right. Uh, why, uh, why is anybody uncomfortable with women who are, you know, you can use the term masculine if you want, and, it, and it's appropriate, but it almost seems prejudicial. Uh, women who are more, uh, well, it saves time to say masculine, too, have greater muscle mass, testosterone, aggression, et cetera, et cetera. Who is uncomfortable with them winning? How much is too much? Is the presence of the internal testicles a problem? Sometimes in fetal development, a human develops into outwardly a female, but actually has testicles in their lower abdomen, which manufacture testosterone and put it in the bloodstream, and they win at sports a lot. Those gals. I haven't heard if any. you're not familiar with that. I've been following this story somewhat in a number of different articles. There's been no mention of that yet, so I don't know if that plays a role or not. Even if it does, she's she's a woman. She's clearly a woman in yeah. every way, um, bio, biologically. So what are you supposed to do? And if you're going to do that. she got balls in her, is she clearly a woman in every way? I don't know. I would say yes. Just because she has the outward parts. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I can't join Some you on that. Some main identifying part. I can't join you on that. I, I'm not certain on that, but... Uh, Definitely, the only thing they're discussing is the testosterone thing. Definitely on that, um, no, that's just what she is. And if yeah. you're, you better go back through history and take away all the medals from all the uh, great athletes. Um, Babe Didrikson Zaharis, the greatest female athlete maybe of all time, she probably had a lot more man going for her than most women. Should she... Uh, she should be wiped from the record books. Take away her track and field medals, take away her golfing medals, take away everything she ever did. It's That's, a tough one. Or me and LeBron James. I'm guessing there's all kinds of advantages he was born with that I don't have. Yeah. Is that unfair? Well, let's face it. You know, sex. Advantages for sports right. that I don't have. Sex is a continuum. And and we all know it. You got everything from just, you know, and, and uh, sorry for some of the cliches here, but you got everything from giant raving cavemen to, you know, fairly average dudes to extremely wispy, effeminate, Men to, you know, to, to the girliest girls on the planet and with some big butch uh, gals, uh, you know, somewhere in the middle there. So what's a man? What's a woman? Who's of who's female enough to compete? Good luck drawing that line and not, uh, you know, ending up in Bizarreville. Well, that's why I'm which fine is, with I the, think, where we are. So I'm fine at drawing the line. You got to have a JJ or a woman unless you got the internal testes. Well, good for you. <laughs> well, OK. I'm not going to, like, march over this. I don't or understand I'm... why that would be much different than you were just born with way more muscle mass. It, well, they're exclusively male organs. Although, God, brings us back to the uh, Iranian national soccer team, which has, like, six guys on it. Actual guy guys. They just claim they're pre-op <laughs> transsexuals. <laughs> so, uh, we're getting into wackadooville here. Um, but this poor girl has done nothing other than she's got higher testosterone. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not comfortable with it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, and the 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 this particular columnist is pointing out the absurdity of she won the gold medal because somebody was taking a drug to change her performance. 
ahead of her. Right. They banned her. She now has to take a drug that affects her performance to compete. Right. What are we what are we trying to do now? Is everybody so it's got not to that be, drugs are bad, it's that drugs that make you better are bad. Well, apparently we got to get everybody within a certain range and then let them compete by drugs. You either need to raise them up or lower them down and get them in a certain range. I don't know what we're trying to do. It's just it's unique to the world of sport and unfortunate this is one of these, maybe we were better off not knowing things. I don't know. I mean, because there's almost no chance that, you know, in like in international diplomacy, they decide the ambassador, this gentleman, is way too sensitive. He's got to take estrogen-reducing chemicals. Or, you know, this baker is too girlish or whatever. I mean, who cares? <laughs> Unless you're running, jumping, swinging things or bouting, well, and then how about rowing the, or what have you, skiing. How about at the younger ages? Uh, like I, I was a late developer. I would have been, I don't know how you'd measure it, 80% boy and 20% man in high school. Most of the great athletes were 100% man, 0% yes. boy. You could tell in the locker room. And, uh, and you know, what is that? I don't, I mean, that's just the way it is. I'm not demanding anything, but that clearly is just a no credit to you or discredit to you advantage. I would have demanded a private locker room if I could have. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. And I'm sure it's the same is true with women. And so she's got more testosterone. Well, that's the way she's made. So Jack is calling for ending women's sports. That's what I took from this. Hmm. It's getting weirder and weirder every day. Yeah, amen to that. You're listening to the Armstrong and the Getty Show.